Have you ever wondered where to find edible mushrooms that have a bit more flavor? Well, in rural Northern Virginia, Kyle Vanderhoof, the 31-year-old founder of Caveman Mushrooms, is growing several different species of edible mushrooms you can't find in most stores. And he's doing it 50 feet below ground. From CountryZestAndStyle.com, I'm James Jarvis with the story from Marshall, Virginia. This stairwell goes down about 45 to 50 feet. I, the way I try to explain to people is they very resemble very much like the French catacombs. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> it's a very pungent smell. It's it's like a basement in a lot of ways. So this is just kind of a cleaning room. Hidden away on a remote farm near Marshall, Virginia, Caveman Mushrooms operates out of a big white barn, surrounded by hundreds of acres of pastures filled with cattle. But the name Caveman Mushrooms is a little misleading. Inside the barn, there's a stairwell that leads 50 feet underground to these large man-made white concrete chambers, which more closely resemble a cellar than a traditional cave. It's just a big white room surrounded with concrete. So the caves aren't, I was, when I was imagining the caves, I was imagining like an actual like prehistoric cave. Yeah, so it's really hard to picture unless you've ever seen anything like it. Um, I didn't know what to expect when I was told about this place. And um, I thought the same thing. I imagined, you know, stalactites and stalagmites hanging. Um. Being so far underground helps keep the caves humid and cool, which are ideal conditions for the specific species of mushrooms Vanderhoof grows. Down in the caves, most of the rooms were empty since Vanderhoof had to shut down the business for about three weeks because of COVID-19. But in one of the rooms that he showed me, there were several metal racks filled with these large, square-shaped plastic bags, which had different species of mushrooms growing out of them. And so what you're seeing here in these bags, uh, this white that's growing throughout the bag is mycelium, um, what I was trying to explain it before. Um, and that's sort of like the body of the mushroom. Those are the roots, the, the real functioning system um, of the mushroom. And then the actual mushroom fruiting body that you're seeing here can similarly be explained to like the flower of the, of the mushroom. It's what produces the spores or the seeds uh, to continue the life cycle. Vanderhoof said he orders these plastic bags called ready-to-fruit bags, which contain the mushrooms. Once Vanderhoof gets the bags, he introduces them to oxygen and temperature change, triggering the mushrooms to start budding and producing spores. Uh, we try to harvest them before they get to the point of sporulation. Um, you know, once they release their spores, they start to degrade, they've completed their life cycle, um, and so they'll, they'll just die at that point. And so we try to harvest them before then. Vanderhoof said he grows four different species of mushrooms in the cave, such as lion's mane, trumpet, shiitake, and oyster mushrooms. From start to finish, the process of growing the mushrooms, he says, takes about two to four weeks. There's like a, there's, there's a bunch of different kinds too. There are, so these here uh, are, these are our trumpet mushrooms. Um, these ones are often used as like um, scallops. Uh, they taste real similar, the texture is real similar to scallops. Um, these will get real big, um, you know, sometimes they could be as much as a pound uh, per mushroom. <clears throat> and they get you know real real tall, and then they get a real large cap on the top, 
Um, they're used in, like, again, many different ways. Uh, grilling, uh, used as substitutes for scallops, as I said. Um, mixed in with stir fries. Uh, they're very versatile. Vanderhoof said that there's a few other caves that he knows of which produce the same species of mushrooms. But with the exception of shiitakes, it can still be hard to find the kinds of mushrooms Vanderhoof grows in many local supermarkets. Any grocery store that you go to, um, you really can only find three varieties. They're usually buttons, portabellas, creminis, and that's it. And, and you'll find shiitakes. Um, shiitakes are kind of a staple. Um, they really, they're a good introduction into tasting new mushrooms. And being, having, you know, a lot of cooking experience in myself, um, you know, I would find recipes that would call for the, these mushrooms, and I just couldn't find them anywhere um, whatsoever. Before he started Caveman Mushrooms, Vanderhoof said he would usually have to forage in the Shenandoah if he wanted to find more exotic and fresh mushrooms. So about three years ago, Vanderhoof decided to start growing his own. And so I gave it a shot, um, tried growing some at home, just one or two bags, and um, failure after failure after failure. I just could not figure it out. And I couldn't, couldn't figure out what I was doing wrong. And it, in a sense, challenged me to keep trying. And when I harvested my first mushroom, I think there was like five tiny little oyster mushrooms on there. It was like the best feeling in the world. It was exhilarating, um, you know, in a nerdy way. It was uh, euphoric for me, and, and I was hooked at that point. Vanderhoof grew up in Warren, Pennsylvania. His mom was a wildlife biologist. His stepfather worked on an oil refinery. And as a young adult, Vanderhoof said he spent a lot of time in nature, having the Allegheny National Forest in his backyard. Uh, was always fascinated with with nature and um, collecting wild plants and mushrooms and uh, foraging. Um, I was a bit of a nerd in that sense. Once Vanderhoof graduated high school, he joined the Air Force and afterward got his associate's degree in greenhouse production at Pennsylvania College of Technology in Williamsport, Pennsylvania. Then his bachelor's of science in general agriculture with a focus in horticulture as well as his Bachelor's of Science in Biology with a focus in Botany from the University of Western Kentucky in Bowling Green, Kentucky. After college, Vanderhoof became the head grower at Bright Farms in Culpeper County growing hydroponic lettuce, which is still his full-time job today. But over the last few years, Vanderhoof realized there was another opportunity for him to turn his hobby into a local business. Um, so I, I realized that uh, in these areas... Uh, there was a lot of need and, and want at these restaurants for very unique, um, tasteful, nutritious, uh, safe food uh, that was coming from, from local and not traveling um, all the way from Philadelphia or Texas. Um, that there was really nothing here for people to say, you know, I know that farmer that grew those mushrooms. And, and I decided that... If anyone was going to fill it, it should be me. Vanderhoof started Caveman Mushrooms in late February 2020 with a mission to bring organic, fresh food to local restaurants in Northern Virginia 
starting with Fauquier, Loudoun, Culpeper, and Orange County. But when restaurants started closing down in early to mid-March because of the COVID-19 pandemic, Vanderhoof was forced to make some adjustments to his business strategy. Um, so we're doing local home deliveries, um, and this is typically enough to supply, you know, demand goes up and down week by week. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, we're still, we're trying to get by uh, during this whole thing, and you know, as things slowly open back up, we're, you know, hoping to be ready to really tackle the, the restaurants and hotels and whatnot to um, really flourish again. But Vanderhoof said his home delivery service has done well, given the circumstances, and he says they make about 25 to 35 deliveries on a weekly basis. It, it's really taken off well. Uh, we, haven't, we haven't done any kind of advertising or anything of that sort yet. Um, but the word of mouth and people telling each other of, of our business has gone over very well. It's a very close community here in, in Marshall and um, been very fortunate for that. Catherine Adams, who lives a few miles east in the Plains, Virginia, is a frequent customer. And she said that Vanderhoof's mushrooms were totally different from any store-bought mushrooms that she had tried before. Well, they're just so very fresh and the quality. Um, they're aromatic, as I say, and the trumpets and lion's mane, I can't even find in the store or not the stores I've been to. Um, so it's, it's just uh, wonderful to have the source where you can get all four kinds and, um, you know, sometimes more than others, depending on how they're growing. Um, but I'm, I'm open to all kinds of delicious mushrooms, <laughs> but his are really exceptional. Yeah. Vanderhoof enjoys being able to introduce people to his mushrooms, especially because there are a lot of misconceptions about them, he says. Um, there's very few uh, that will actually kill you, um, and they're very obvious mushrooms. Now, I don't recommend anybody go out and just pick a mushroom and try it out. Um, you know, it takes a lot of practice, a lot of education um, to get to know which ones are good, which ones are bad. Um, I always, always think you should find a good mycologist or someone with a lot of experience before you um, familiar, familiarize with just any mushroom. Carter Neville, who is the mayor of Warrington, Virginia, as well as a local resident, has no formal education in biology, agriculture, or botany. Instead, Neville decided to educate himself on mushrooms that were edible and has spent many years studying mycology as well as foraging for mushrooms on his own as a hobby. Um, if anyone tells you that there is a test or a trick to identify an edible mushroom versus a non-edible mushroom, uh, they're lying to you. Uh, the only way you can distinguish that which is edible from that which is not edible is to do your research, uh, to be able to have the confidence in identification and, um, and you know, when in doubt, throw it out. Don't ever... Neville is not an expert on the subject of mushrooms, but when he forages for an edible mushroom, he has learned over the years that some sources are more trustworthy than others. I would always encourage anyone not to trust Wikipedia, but to go to trusted resources. Um, my particular favorite is mushroomexpert.com. Uh, he will not identify whether a mushroom is edible or non-edible, uh, but he is very specific about his uh, information. It tends to be the most up-to-date, current, um, because identification of mushrooms in the taxonomy is changing at a breakneck pace. So yesterday's book is no longer as trustworthy as, as today's. Janet Noland, who lives in Leesburg, Virginia, like Neville, is also a self-described amateur mushroom enthusiast. 
Nolan recalls growing up in the Midwest as a child and her grandparents teaching her about foraging for and cooking morels, a specific type of mushroom, and how much joy they brought her. So I, you know, you're comfortable with what you grew up knowing, being taught by generations of people who, who knew how to, to gather these type of mushrooms. That is my familiarity with them, that I trust that, because every spring it was just a ritual. We just we had more than we could eat, literally. We would just give them away. Nolan said that a good way to learn more about mushrooms is doing things like Facebook groups, online, or hunting clubs, which exist around Virginia, and learn from people who are more experienced foraging for mushrooms. So I would, I would especially encourage people that didn't grow up with them and aren't so familiar with them to get involved in these hunting clubs either online on the, the hunting clubs, you could just Google search morel mushroom hunting clubs. You'll get several different clubs that have their own websites, that have their own Facebook pages, and they have an expert leader who is the guide, who is the webmaster, and he knows exactly what he's talking about. And but if you're curious about trying some more exotic mushrooms and aren't comfortable foraging for them just yet, Vanderhoof said that his mushrooms are a good place to start. Everyone should be aware of, of what these mushrooms can do. Uh, both, you know, the nutritional benefit of them, um, the curiosity of them. You know, it's, you have to get the mushrooms out there for people to try them, experience them. And if they, they don't have access to them, they never will. Vanderhoof is currently the only staff working for Caveman Mushrooms, but he is hoping to expand soon. Yeah, I'd, uh, eventually, I'd, I hope to get to the point where I can solely do this. Um, yeah. I feel like I can't really take over until I get to that point. So these are the oyster mushrooms. Um, these are my favorite. They're such a beautiful color. Um, they turn blue when they're real young, uh, and then when they're ready to harvest, they're almost black in color. Um, very unique, very specific to our growing conditions. Uh, we grow quite a bit colder than you'll find at um, most growing locations. Um, and that's what allows us for our long uh, shelf life, uh, the color, uh, the quality. Uh, it's just, you can't find it anywhere else. And From Country Zest and Style Magazine, I'm James Jarvis. If you'd like to contact or learn more about Kyle Vanderhoof and Caveman Mushrooms, please visit our website at countryzestandstyle.com.